Just a couple of dudes in their 30s talking about. Oh, it's on, baby. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a child. Are you in your 30s yet? Are you still 29? Yeah, I'm 29. All right. Well, you're about to be in your 30s. It counts. 29 is basically your 30s. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you age like I do, you're 40. Um, so I get it. Comedy Wait, Mushroom Cold Podcast, just two old dudes talking about two sex old, appeal. Two old dudes with their hot young guy glasses ready to fucking. Uh, now that I see myself in these in this camera, they don't look good. I like them. It's Call me old fashioned. I, they look good in person. They look better than in this this video. I just you don't look think like, they look good in this video. You look like Tony Stark's. Oh, he was yeah. sexy. Yeah, if they were tinted like blue, I'd be like, oh, he's Iron Man. Was Tony Stark sexy or was he sexy because he was a billionaire? Like, is Robert Downey Jr. actually sexy or is it sexy because he always plays sexy characters? I think he's actually sexy because even when he was on like cocaine and heroin, people were like, I kind of want to fuck that guy. He was too babyface. I think it, like I like him now that he's like older and like haggard and you see life on him. Like, he I think that might be what well. it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might be it. I'm going to turn off this light. I think that's the light washing me out a little bit. And I mean, it's not like anybody sees the videos of this or like clips of this podcast ever, but um, it's it's I think there's I people know. that watch the videos. I, I think there's like 14, 15 people that watch the videos. I think you're selling a short man. The last one that we did, they watched because it was up on the YouTubes for free. I think I might just start doing that. I might shut down the, the Patreon. Really? Because I mean, I mean, there's no point to it unless they want to keep paying us. Yeah, and if we, if we want to get more views, I, I like, hey, Harrison and Marie, I'm going to keep I'm going to post the video <laughs> for free now. So if you want to keep paying us, keep paying us. If you don't want to, then fuck it. Like, because more people are watching the video. Like, I think really? the last one got a good amount of views, like not like a million, but a decent amount. I'm cool with half a million. I'll tell you what, I'm cool. Call me crazy. What? I'm cool with 20,000 views. Yeah, I mean. It would be better if it was 25, 30, but I, I feel agree. like really you think 20 is like the right number for us? 20k? Yeah. I feel like we deserve 20k. I think that's a that's that's pretty self-aware of us to like 20,000 views on our videos would be We get 20,000 views, we get 50 cents a person. That's 10k. That's enough for a good brunch. That's 5 grand each if we split it 50-50. Yeah. That's a good brunch. It's good eggs. Well, then we'd have to pay Jeremy. Shout out Golden Ox Studios. Shout out um, Golden Ox. <clears throat> I forget what our percentage is because, I mean, we don't make enough money for it to matter, apparently. So, um, what was Last it? Last time I saw Jeremy, he literally he put his hand on my throat and he pinned me against a wall. And he said, start making money, bitch. Well, I, I told him I would pay him for the full year of however much money that we do. I was going to send him a hot $10. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just pay him a year in advance. <laughs> like, hey, you, once, once we reach this, once we reach over this, you let me know, and I'll send you another ten dollars. Ten dollars. So good. <laughs> oh, um, so best cuts, right? That's who Great sponsors clips. us. Great clips. I saw. Best cuts um, is where you go and get your dog's haircut. But here's the thing. I, I think I fucked it up last time. And it's because Best Cuts had a had a commercial on one of the, the podcasts that I listened to. And I was like, what the fuck? Are these are people really getting into the haircut promos? Like, are we ahead of our time? Sometimes years out. I'm pretty sure people listen to our podcast and steal ideas on the regular because we're the originators of every idea. But <laughs> fucking great clips. 
you want a haircut that's you want a haircut where women or dudes are gonna look at you and say all right i guess great clips yeah they cared enough to get a haircut for this but like not enough to pay for a real haircut so thank you for trying do you want your friends and family to say oh did you get a haircut you shouldn't have (laughs) great clips (laughs) Anytime you go to a job interview, they're like, I don't know if he even prepared for this at all. Great clips. Great clips. <laughs> that <would have> been, <laughs> if your friends and family are like, hey, you seem like you're turning your life around. I mean, we got to work on that hairdo, but the rest of you seems fine. Great clips. You want your girl to say, did you ask for a mullet? Great clips. <laughs> Great Clips is a spot, like, because I used to get my hair cut at a Great Clips in Stowe, the one right over by, um, I don't know how frequently you visit the, the great yep. town of Stowe, um, but there was a Great Clips right next to, like, a Barry's Bagels. Not Barry's Bagels. What is that? Um, Brugers. Yes, Brugers. Those ones. Yeah, like, that. that those bagels fucking rule. Um, but there was one right next to it. And uh, I walked in there the one day and I was like live. I used to like to live tweet while I was waiting to get a haircut. That was a fun thing for me. And somebody walked in and was like full Southern accent and like didn't have a mullet. But now that mullets are in, I 100% would expect them to get a mullet at a great clips. And I was like, is there like a Trump rally in town or something like that, that everybody's got to get gussied up for? It was a good time. DJT. Um. Do you miss Donald Trump? Because I kind of miss Donald Trump. Um, like not being our president, no. but like being a more like being on Twitter again. Could you imagine how fun it would be a year into the Biden presidency to have Donald Trump coming out talking shit every morning? No, nope. I'm good. Legit, just like I'm done with that dude. Um, he like started this new cool party trick where like other Republicans now are losing elections and being like. It's rigged and just refuse to concede. There's like a dude in Florida that he lost like by 60% of the vote. And he's like, I don't know. It's too close to call. I refuse to concede. That's hilarious, dude. It's, (sighs) but can you, but like, that's also kind of fun. Like two years into the pandemic, like now that we're two years into this nonsense pandemic, that's never going away. Not like it's a real thing. I'm not saying it's not real. I'm just saying like, Everything around it has been like insane. So like, I want to say that it's nonsense just so I can grasp it. Um, but like it, now that we're two years in and we realize that like, it doesn't matter what day it is really. I mean, it's, it's, it's all like, everything's weird. Time doesn't exist anymore. Like, wouldn't it just be nice to just like have people who are just like, nah, fuck it. Like I didn't lose. I'm going to drag this out in the courts for, I lost by 99% but I refuse to believe it. That That's kind of fun. Like that's their one thing that they have. I like, we still think we're going to be famous, which yeah. I mean, I'm on an upswing. So I, I honestly believe that I can be right now. Um, I was just talking to somebody yesterday about it and he's like, and he goes, he goes, enjoy it. And I was like, Oh no, I was in the exact same spot. You were three weeks ago. Like I'm just, just in an upswing right now. Yeah, because this might we be the talking... first time ever where both of us were are like, I feel pretty good right now. About oh, are we are we both syncing up right now? I'm not. I'm like, I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I don't feel like I'm going up. I just feel like I'm even killed right now where I'm like, I'm doing good. Trust the process. Like, yeah, that's how. So I did the mic last night. Um, I've been showing up to open mics again. Uh, that's where I'm at my process of like, hey, I need yeah, to I like. Mics show up to too, yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm like, so I went to it and like people that, um, like that guy that I shared that status with you where he's like, I ate shit being the headliner thing like that. I'll send you every once in a while and laugh about it. Like we've actually been like talking and are like kind of okay right now because both of us just decided that we just, whatever, like we're at the same spot in our comedy careers. And it's like, Oh, this guy kind of knows what's going on. Um, So like we were talking yesterday and he's like, there were like actually people at the, like real people at the mic. And he's like, well, I'm going to have to do old shit. And I was like, nah, just like try newer stuff yeah. that you want to iron out. Like try. And he's like, if well, a, I feel like shit mic, lately. If huh? it's a mic and there's actually people there, that's the best time to try new shit. That's what I said. I was like, I have stuff that's like newer, but has actually yeah. kind of been working. So I want to iron it out more instead of like, and like I can go to a mic and then be like, all right, this joke is getting a laugh from like three comedians that I like and know my yeah. kind of thing. And then you have to try it raw at like a paid gig. And you're like, oh, man, like this is risky where now I know it's actually a good joke and I can go in and like hardcore fuck like the next time I do it in front of like 300 people. Yeah, because like when you're confident in it, like if you do it at a mic and it's newer and it works, you're like, oh, if I'm on a paid show where the crowd wants to be there. Like, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Also, fucking the, Bobby Kelly. Bobby Kelly, dude. Oh my god, he's so fucking good. Um, the last two jokes I wrote, one of them I wrote months ago, and I was just afraid to try it. But like the last two jo- new jokes I've done were both suicide jokes. Nice. And they've gone well, and I'm just like, but then p- afterwards, people are like, "You're doing good, though, right?" <laughs> just like. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly what I was afraid of when, like, I wrote the joke in the first place. And it's just like, yeah, man, I'm fine. That's why I'm doing a joke about it. That's going to be the annoying part of, like, when slash if COVID ever ends and, like, things kind of get back to normal. And, like, people want to, like, do that fake optimistic joke bullshit again. And then you, like, right now, I think that's, like, our, like, nonsense, like, silly style. But also that's kind of, like, it's not dark, quote unquote, but it's got, like, that tinge of, like, the world's falling Joy. apart all the time yeah. like it's that's just it in vogue right now because like the world's falling apart and i'm yeah. afraid of that going away and i don't think it will because i think it might be like that 9 11 like the world's falling apart and like we have a good stink to us for 10 years and i think we're right in that perfect pocket but i'm almost afraid for like that next wave of people who are going to be like overly like optimistic coming out of like a pandemic really? i'm afraid of that I love those. I like seeing people that have like a bright light in their eyes still and like a lot of hope because I like feed off that. You know what I mean? I mean, I like it in real life, but like, I don't want to, I don't want to follow somebody who's like, Hey guys, we're like in my real life. I'm a very much like, Hey, everything's going to be all right. We're working really hard. Like the sun is shining. Did you listen to Bob Marley once? And you're like, yeah, everything's going to be all right. You know what? I really like that three little birds song. I just like relate to it a bunch. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> did this guy know something or do we just both like weed? Like, yeah, do but, you believe he's Jamaican and we have this much in common? He's from, like, it's like we're all one, man. Like, we, God, but, Jamaica's but, like right by Korea and we have so much in common. But you ever, but like, you know, you ever like follow somebody who just like crushes with like just some like overly. And like I always say, like Poppy, when I'm talking about Bill Squire, but like when Bill Squire goes up there and like talks about like today was great and like somehow gets like some like crazy laughs about it. And then you're up there and you're like, kind of want to kill myself. And everybody's like, well, this guy's a downer. And like it just changes the shift of like the whole thing. It's very weird. Yeah. I don't know. 
No, I know what you mean. But I also am someone that, like, if I have a good day, I go and I tell people about it. But then if I have a bad day, too, I do the same thing where I go up there and I'm like, today was bad. Here's why. Yeah. I think um, that's something that I've, since you came into town, and I think I've told you this, but like, I almost lost sense of like that. Cause like when you work more clubs than like, and it's brag about it, why don't you? But like when you work more like club, <laughs> like club things, then like, I, let it slide. I was just like, okay, well, I was like, we'll let the listeners decide. But you were like, I'm gonna call myself out. <laughs> yeah. I got, I wanted to, I wanted to get ahead of it. But like, <laughs> But like when you're working, you didn't, more you didn't clubs, want Harrison just writing in and being like, "Dear Ray, brag about it. Why don't you brag about it? Why don't you?" <laughs> Sincerely, Harrison Poole. Sincerely. Um, P.S. Sorry. <laughs> that is one hundred percent Harrison. Though, like I'm wearing your sweatshirt as I write this, so it pains me to say, <laughs> "Brag about it. Why don't you?" <laughs> but uh, no, but well, like Harrison. you. But like you get used to like it's almost like a sterile like you feel obligated to do like material, not like go up there and do like your like do you like the Hard like bar shows loose. you have to be you yeah looser but like yeah. be you bring you to the table not just like like you have like that flexibility and I'm always very good when I can like blend that like when i'm like hitting like more Thanks. mics yeah. and then like you're like oh now i have a club weekend after i've been just crushing mics for a month and then you're just shot out of a cannon because you're like oh this is when it's easier because i've been fighting fucking bar battles for a month and a half and now i have these people who are like almost forced to, to laugh because you're like yeah. set and you're not allowed to talk and shit like it's I don't know. I think I'm in that good spot where it's like starting to blend and mix and kind of make sense again. Yeah, I uh, I like doing like I love doing clubs, but I really do love doing like if I can get like a 10 or 15 minute set on like a good bar or restaurant show. Mm -hmm. That's like the fucking cream of the crop, you know, like those don't tell shows like I did that. Don't tell Milwaukee show. We're like, yeah. It's not like it's an independent show, quote unquote, but it's not like in a club. So you can like walk in and you're like, what? Like, what's the risk of this? Like, I'll never yeah. work. I'll yep. never work this random one night gig again. Like, let's fucking let's go. And it's a bar. So people are looser. I'm more relaxed because I'm not like trying to impress a headliner or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I, when you're like chill like that, you can just go out there. And if something weird happens, you're like, well, I guess I have to kill now. And it's Do just... you think that people get annoyed by us constantly? Um, like one never finishing thoughts. I thought of that the other day. I know that people have brought that up before, mm -hmm. but I was thinking about it because I was like, I want to talk about how good of a mood I'm in and how much I love comedy right now and how well it's going so far. But I know like three weeks ago, I was like, I'm never I don't even want to oh be famous. God. I don't yeah. want people to know who I am. Like, like it's just gotta be I don't know. widely annoying I... to be like, how does Ray feel about comedy this week? I know that people get annoyed that we don't finish thoughts, but let's just move on. Um, <laughs> I did my, so I started that, um, my other annoying podcast that I'm literally the only person who's listened to it so far, which is very funny for me. Um, really? How do you know? Statistics. Like I listened to it. And it says okay. the episode only has one listen. And I know I've listened to it once just to make sure it sounded okay. And like, I was listening to it and I was like, 
I can see where people understand that like we always get back around to the point. It might be like five minutes later. Like that's just kind of like how five it works. Episodes later. <laughs> it's called a callback, guys. Sorry that you guys don't understand comedic genius. Oh, I'm sorry. Did 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 Harry Potter always end on a it actually did. It always ended on a pretty conclusive note. Most of them. Did Lost? Ooh, no. good point. When's the last time you watched Lost? I want to go back and watch Lost at some point. I don't. I don't give a shit. That was like my mom and I used to watch that show. That was like the way we bonded. Yeah. Yeah. Good show, Me- but like also terrible show. Yeah, but also like the like we how many seasons was it? Four hundred. Like I I feel like, like there were like or five seven. seasons that I didn't watch. Like I watched like the first two, then didn't watch it for five years, and then it was like here's the final season. I was like, well, I guess I'll watch the final season. Yeah. The best episode was the first episode. Still, it was like that the first most season ruled. Ex- yeah, it was the most expensive pilot episode of a TV show ever. At the time, ever still, I think still. HBO like, exists though. Yeah, but like, what HBO show is really like super high budget when you think about it for a pilot? Oh, the pilot. I mean, I'm sure Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones had to have been up there because I know they had to reshoot it like twice. That's true, but like. I mean, Lost, they literally, like, had to, like, bring in a fucking airplane and put it on a beach. What a wild show. Like, yeah. it, like that first season where it was, like, they just threw shit out there. And they're, like, we don't even know what the show's going to be. It was almost like a choose-your-own-adventure book where it was, My like, oh, was you like, guys really like yeah. that dark cloud thing? All right, we're going to fuck around with that for three weeks and then never tell you what it is. The director was definitely just, like, smoking a cigarette and just, like, more smoke. And you're just, like, what? And they're, like, more smoke. And it's a monster. More smoke. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about man <laughs> are you still smoking cigarettes or have you given up on them no nah, i'm trying i'm done are you yeah i was just i was i they've been on my mind lately um they're i don't know there it's it's one of those like it's been the hardest thing it's been over a like it's been a year and a few months since i've even like had like a puff of one like i don't know the last time i've had a full cigarette but like i think one of the times I was back in Ohio, I think it might have been the first time my buddy was having them. And I like was like, all right, let me try to have because, you know, when you haven't had them in a while and then you taste them and they taste like shit. And you're like, all right, this is why I don't do it. And like I did one of those checks and I was behind somebody. I went down to the dispensary today and like a car in front of me was like hard, like it must have been like a Marlboro Red or something because it came like right in through like the heater in my car and I could just smell like straight ashtray. And I was like, all right, that actually kind of smells good today. Yeah. So That's it's been on my worst. mind. That's what I hate like mics when you like go when you're not smoking and you used to and you go outside and everybody's having a cigarette and you're just like, this would be nice. But your brain, my brain, I I honestly think my brain works better on like a little bit of nicotine. I think it just connects those like that like little jolt that it gives you, like just that makes- little bit of nicotine jolt. I think it makes your anxiety so much worse. I really do think it's like it got a negative correlation with anxiety. Oh, it's not good for you by any yeah. means. Like it's I, I and it's yeah, like just like that overall. And I think that's what it is. Like it kind of gets you. I think it speeds like your brain up a little bit more. So if you're already anxious spiraling, like it'll make it worse. But once I'm like on because, you know, that like. Walk, like right before you go on and then that walk up to the stage where you're like I don't even know what I'm doing I hate this like I've never been funny once in my entire life and then like you grab the mic and start talking and then like all of that like dies like it all like goes away like I feel like once you're up there and you grab it like it hits those like weird connections in your brain a little bit quicker 
Yeah, wait, so you're nervous walking up? Usually up until they call my name. Like once they, like I'll be sitting there. If I know what, so it's a, it's a double-edged sword. So like the, uh, like the improv mic here yeah. does a straight bucket where like before they were just like calling you right before you went up. Now they're like doing like, all right, up next now on deck. Like, so you can get like prepped or whatever. But like, I hate like before I'm about to, I like knowing when I'm going to go on stage so I can like time my panic attack out a little bit. So I've like, I've done a pretty good job of like, like a half hour before the show, I'm fine. 15 minutes before the show, I'm fine. But like, let's say they're rolling like the coming soon. Like I am in a full blown panic. Like everything I've written is terrible. This fucking set list is trash. It's all terrible. And then it's like, and now you're host for the evening. And then it clicks and you're like, all right, well, I have to like now, like it's too late to cancel. They already said that I'm coming. And it's like, boom. I do that like a fucking mad, like before I'm going up, it's just like, this joke's dog shit. That that joke's dog shit. All your jokes are dog shit. And then I get up there and it's fine. It's always the first one. My first joke, every single time. I'm like, because I've just always been terrified of like opening jokes. I've, I, I think it's a mental block of me saying like that I'm not good at writing opening jokes, but I just don't think that I'm good. At, just for like my vibe or like, because they're always like, let them know what they're in for on your first joke. And I'm like, well, all of my esoteric nonsense bullshit that I talk about, I can't go up there and be like, so Jesus, right? Like, that's not going to win anybody over. Like, I have to go up there and be like, and then like all my like jokes, I feel are fucking stupid. So I'm like, all right, well, what's something going on in the room? And then I just overthink it. And then I go up there and I'm like skinny jeans, right? (laughs) You're just like, God damn it. You just like coasted past this. I was thinking about this like not really this week, but last week. And I, because I was trying to write like a short new opener, something weird you can just say when you get on stage, you know. And uh, I don't know what made me think of this, and I don't know if anyone has it, but I do just want to go on stage one day and be like, "Does, does anyone else think it's weird how nobody talks about how Jesus was hot?" Because <laughs> like he always is like cut up in like every photo of him, and nobody talks about it. I feel like that's, I mean, like that's the Jesus does the CrossFit joke that we know at least three people who have that joke. I think that that's part of it. Really? Who has that? I didn't know that. Bill Stone has a Jesus does CrossFit joke. Um, I've heard other people do Jesus. Like it's, it's almost like the, to catch a predator bit or like my neighborhood looks like it has chicken pox. Like everybody has their own fucking version of that. Yeah. No, fuck. And I think it's like one of those, like, Oh, and like Bill stones is something like not to like massacre his bit for the seven people who listen to this and have seen him perform at the same time. But it's like, Oh, he's up there and he's like, he's ripped. He must've been doing the CrossFit. Like, it's not saying that Jesus was hot, but it's like part of it. Mm -hmm. Damn it. Never mind. It's all right. It happens. I just like, thought it was a funny phrasing, too. It is a funny phrasing. You're not wrong. It's a funny idea, but it's yeah. like one of those. What's the last uh, what's the last joke or joke? What's the last dream that you remember? Oh, I can tell you. It was when I got <laughs> I was doing a bit about it, but it's when I got the COVID vaccine. I don't know if we talked about this yet. I don't think when so. I got, I got boosted and. Uh, I had like vivid dreams that night because i couldn't really sleep so i was like half asleep so i remembered everything but i had a dream that i opened a bakery okay and my co-owner slash head chef was a monkey named bobo 
and he was upset. He could speak English perfectly fine. Real, real nice guy. And he was upset that people kept calling him Bobo the monkey instead of just Bobo. Cause he's like, everybody knows I'm a monkey. You can look at me. You know, I'm a monkey. He's like, you don't gotta say Bobo the monkey. They don't say Joe the person. And I was like, that's a really good point, Bobo. I mean, I'm gonna stop doing that. And we just had like an intelligent conversation about how he hated being called Bobo the monkey. That's an insane dream. Yeah, our bakery was a huge success. We had a talking monkey. I mean, oh yeah, I mean that's gonna 100% do it. But like, yeah, so it would be if anything, it'd be Bobo the talking monkey. But like, you you don't say that about like joe the guy with a mustache like you don't just like pick out like if it's a person you don't pick out like their one like defining thing you know yeah but i think bobo taught you something about accepting people for who they are yeah i know i was like i really woke up and i thought about i like wrote a bit about it where i just kind of just said what happened because it's insane and then i was thinking about it and i was like was that like a subconscious thing where i need to like accept people more you know was there like a reason this dream happened or was it just weird it's probably just because like I just I thought of that because I was looking at my phone because I wanted to see how many people liked my Teddy Bruno status. But like I woke up this morning and I was like, I guess I find Teddy Bruno hilarious because like and he's like, I like it. He's a great person. I love him very much. And I think he's funny. But like last night I just had like, I don't know if because, you know, when you smoke weed, they always say that like you can't have dreams. So I don't know if I just like fell asleep after like my high was starting to wear off or I got so high I got past that point. That's and the funniest thing in the world, though, is that you get so high that Teddy Bruno just enters your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> like that's very, that's very on brand for Teddy Bruno. Yeah. Like, he's, what's the what's the, he's Freddy Krueger for when you get too high? Yeah, like, you get real high and he's just like the door is now open and he just enters your dreams. Call him Teddy Krueger. Um, <laughs> but uh, like, yeah, but I'm just like I was because. I, w- I also do my manifesting journal before bed about how I'm going to be a successful comedian. So I think I just have comedy on the brain while I'm sleeping. And I was just like sitting like in this spot and like everybody else on the show was terrible. And like, I looked at the set list. Oh, we need to talk about, this. I don't know if we want to talk about it on the, on the podcast or not. Um, but whatever. Um, but I saw the yeah. whole list of everybody. And then I was like, and then Teddy Bruno walked in and I was like, thank God there's finally somebody else who's funny that I can like actually oh, talk to. You mean the yeah, 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 yeah. Like oh, okay, the, okay. the list for the show. And I was and it wasn't like anybody's like distinct name, but I was like, all these people suck. And then Teddy walks in and I was like, thank God Teddy's here. He's hilarious. And then I woke up and I was like, I didn't realize that I thought Teddy was that funny. Like I maybe I just miss him. <laughs> but it was like, you wake up your sheets completely wet. It's not piss. <laughs> it's not piss and that was the first wet dream i've had in a while (laughs) (laughs) it's the first time anyone in wisconsin has had a wet dream (laughs) in the state of wisconsin because it's illegal there (laughs) yeah i was gonna say usually it's frozen before it gets out of you Um, it's so cold um (laughs) no i got i got i got the joke (laughs) No cold. Uh, it just, it's, it's, it's cold. So by the it time it so gets out, it's... <laughs> you like made a joke about it, and you're like, but seriously, it's just like it's so fucking cold. It's 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 very cold. You should see the Weather Channel app. You open it up, and it's like it's cold. Do you need to know the number? I um, mean, yesterday was the first day at like ice tier, and a bunch of people got in accidents. And then I went and played soccer. And when I was I was parking in the parking lot, and the parking lot's on like an incline. And I kind of just like hit the brakes because I was like, I'm going to turn left on this parking spot now. And I just kept sliding down the hill. And I was like, well, not going in that spot. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, so. But the thing that I want to talk to you about is, are there 50-ish comedians in Cleveland right now worth going on stage at one of the most famous clubs in the country? Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean, I saw a list of people's names. That, I was on that, it. I, I, I know, but early because I meant to like I was I was te- I forget who I was texting about it. Um, no shade at anybody who went up there specifically, but like if you're worried if I'm talking about you, be self aware, and it is probably you. But like, like we are talking about you. But Harrison, like, no, I, Harrison like, I was gonna text you beforehand and be like, "Are there 50 comedians right now in Cleveland?" Just period, not even think, worthy of going on hilarity stage. Are there 50 right now? And then I saw the list and it had 48 people on it, and I was like, "Well, there was the answer." And then no, I, I saw like, the list of names, and I was like, "All right, so no, no was the yeah, answer." I think like 54 some odd people went up, something around that. But like, legitimately, I had another show, so I only stayed through like there was eight rounds. I only stayed through like six of them. And I didn't recognize probably like a good quarter of the people that were there. Like didn't recognize their name or face at all. So. Which is good. I guess it's always good when like new people show up, but it was like a very, it's just very like usually that show until this year, maybe I haven't been paying attention the last couple of years, but that's always like, these are like 50 of the best people in Cleveland. Like, let's let's put them up there, see their first joke of the year. Or even like when I, I went down and did it in Columbus and it was like, Oh, I at least have seen these people's names on Facebook somewhere. Yeah. But like this last one, I was like, I don't know who at least half of the names, which I like I said is good, I guess, but it's also like, isn't it supposed to kind of be like a like a here's what we have to offer in our town? Yeah, but also on like the same thing, there's that guy, uh, I think his name's Ron, Ron Gould, I think is his name. He like hangs out at comedy shows, super nice guy. And he like did his first joke ever at mm. 50 first jokes. I thought that was pretty cool. That it is was like cool. cool seeing him because like we knew him he supports the scene a bunch he comes to shows it was like cool seeing him go up and he like had a pretty solid joke for like his first joke that's um, always and i always hate those ones where like and the only one that i've ever done is like i've never been asked to do the hilarities one and i've never asked to be on it because frankly i was like i don't want to sit in a room with 49 of these people um and just go like i didn't want to drive to cleveland for one joke is basically what me. it was uh, but uh you can i mean uh i mean I mean, well, this has been the last episode of the comedy <laughs> mushroom. <Club. laughs> but like when I when Chris Clem asked me if I wanted to do that one in Columbus, like I went and I was like, oh, it's been stupid for me not to drive 40 minutes, but I'll drive two and a half hours for one joke. Yeah. Like you'll see people who go up there and I was like, I took it very seriously. Like I Plus wanted it- to write a new joke for this. And you would see people do like a joke that they've been doing for a long yeah. time. And you're like, fuck this you, me dude. So much. That makes me so fucking mad. I can't even like people that there was a number of people that went up and I was like, I've heard this bit before. Fuck you. Uh, and because I, I wrote I wrote my bit outside. Like before yeah. the show, I was talking to people and I had one that I wrote the day before and I didn't really like it. So I was just thinking I did a fucking suicide joke. <laughs> well, that's the one that I did was like I went up and it was like right when um 
<clears throat> the Mandalorian came out is like when this was. So this was what, three years ago, yeah. two, three years ago. And I go up there and I was like, I like how they make sure that everybody knows that baby Yoda is like 500 years old, just in case, because since it is Disney, somebody tried to fuck it, but they want you to know that even though it's cute, like it is 500 years, like something like that. Yeah. And like, nobody laughed. And I was like, all right. Cause they gave you a minute. Like it wasn't one joke. They gave you like a minute. So like that joke is that quick. And like a few people like, huh, 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 huh. and then I was like, all right, fuck that joke. Here's another one. <laughs> like, and I nailed it with another one. And then that one got a pop and I was like, all right, cool. But they were both brand new jokes. And I saw somebody go up there, like had full, like physical act out. Like they, like you could tell that they've told that joke a hundred times. And yeah. you're like, man, fuck you. Like we're all in the agreement. Like I went and showed up to um it's a mic when... first jokes. Yes. Or like when we went to um did you ever do the room that Dwayne used to um book at um fuck it was that gay bar right across Twist? the bridge, huh? Twist? Yes. No, the old one. Um, oh, bounce? Yes. No. Re- best chicken Twist. wings in Cleveland when it was open. Um yeah. but like we went there and like nobody showed up. And like Mary, this is like one of the first shows that I did with like Mary, where like it wasn't like, oh shit, that's Mary Santora. It was like, oh, this is Mary. And we all like agreed, like, all right, let's workshop new shit tonight then. Cause there wasn't like much of a crowd. Yeah. And then like some people started showing up after like the first couple comedians. And then you saw people start doing like rehearse stuff again. And it was like, come on, guys, like we all agreed to do new stuff. And I know like you're there to like make a crowd laugh and all that good stuff, but it was like, we were to like we all had a plan and now i'm like halfway through my set and seven people show up and then you go up with like your like 10 minutes that kills every time and i'm working on like brand new shit so i look like the schmuck like it's like one of those like if we're all working on stuff and even i forget i don't know if Dwayne was hosting or if it was a guest one but they were like and we're working on new stuff and then somebody goes up there and fucking murders because they're doing 10 minutes that they've done a hundred times and you're just like man this really fucked up the whole vibe so like, yeah, that does piss me off. That's what, the two things that bothered me the most about Fifty First Jokes were people uh, doing old material was the worst offense, I think. And then people who it's called Fifty First Jokes, and people would just like go up there and be like, tell an entire story. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> like I like telling stories. I only tell stories on stage, and I wrote a short joke specifically for this show. Like that's if, almost if you're like. like- I mean, fuck theme shows, first of all. Like, I mean, just like, how about we just play comedy, right? Like, let's just do comedy. And yeah, but if you're doing a theme show, like, do it. But also, if you're going to do a theme show, do the theme. Like, it's not like I went to a mic the other day that's um on Tuesday. And every week they try to have a new theme or whatever. Like some weeks it's like, try your newest five minutes. And like, that's the theme. Like this week was like offensive jokes because like somebody wanted to do the offensive jokes and they're like, like it's a safe space for offensive jokes it's gonna get wild if you show up like just know that it's going to be offensive jokes if not don't show up and like i got there and i was like and i didn't know this until like i had gotten there because i read the post and i was like well fuck i don't really have like offensive jokes anymore but like when i went up on stage i was like all right guys i missed the assignment so like i'm gonna try to make the jokes that i like want to do better a little bit more offensive just so like i'm not that guy who fucking didn't like you at least try to play along and i was like i want to try like i wrote this joke today and i want to try it and if it's not offensive enough for you like give me a wink or something and i'll say and then like i fucked a kid or something like i'll do, i'll put that you, at the end 
it's like, really funny like in my brain I, th- I was like just i just see you going on stage and being like so what's the deal with calm anyways <laughs> <laughs> well i have like i have a go-to one that i like that like because i'm writing this and it's actually working very well about how like mean girls should have been set in 1930s germany and called secret police like i and it's something that i've been kicking around for like a year and it's finally like i finally have it like actually working so i was like i need to make this joke work so i'm gonna tell this joke and it's gonna be like it's not offensive i guess because i like dance around all like the dirty parts of it and then what's the name of their group the popular girls the plastics yeah, and instead of the plastics, it's just the Gestapo. <laughs> or <laughs> well, the SS. Like, well, it's like, and like, that's the whole point of the joke is like, I mean, you don't even have to change that much. Like, it's just like three blonde haired, blue eyed girls, like reporting people to the, <laughs> to the SS that they don't like. And like, instead of a burn book, they just burn books. Like, it's like stuff like that, <laughs> which, yeah, like it's, it's really finally, funny, yeah. yeah, it's starting to work. And then like, I got a couple of chuckles and then I was like, and I know like the, that like the holocaust isn't funny because like six million people died but like i had a buddy who said it was 60 million once and i was like 60 million that's way different six million is a tragedy 60 i don't have to pay overdraft fees anymore and then like people like it like that's what hit and i was like all right there's my offensive joke continue like let's go yeah. and it was like whatever Jesus, that's really bad <laughs> that's bad hey uh. Is offensive joke night. Some people, some people, I speak truth to power. All right. Yeah. What's the deal with come? Um, Somebody who followed us, who just, just followed pissed. us on Instagram. Look at the guy who just followed us on Instagram. Wait, why? I didn't get the we'll, notification. You, you'll see. Go onto our Instagram and see who just followed us. Okay. 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 I'm looking. It's loading. I have T-Mobile. You don't have it hooked up to your Wi-Fi? Oh, wow. This is a... Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to explain to the the folks at home? Uh, Well, no. No, I won't. (laughs) Here's the best part of it, is that it's a private account that has followed 72 people has three posts, and then 54 people have followed them back at some point. Why are we on our phones? We're in the middle of recording a podcast, and we're like, check this out. I mean, yeah. I just saw them. I'm out of... What are, we, what are you doing? Huh? We're in the middle of podcasting? Sorry. Um. So we're actually here today to talk about a serious matter, and it's raised addiction to a cell phone. It's. <laughs> I do have like a problem his- with my cell phone lately. It's been an really? issue. Not like a that. huge one. Like I'll notice it. It's it's enough where like I'll notice it and I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna put my phone away for a little bit. You know what's helping me get over my phone addiction? Heroin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. It's, uh, it's hard no. to look at your phone when you're nodding off. Yeah, exactly. If you're so high that you can't use your phone, then you're not gonna use your phone. Have you ever been too high to use your phone though? Because it is it is a trip. I was too high to play Xbox that one time you were here. <laughs> Remember that? I just was like, my thumbs don't work anymore. Dude, I'll I'll like get off like I'll be coming off of mushrooms every once because like that's what I'll do is I'll like set my phone away and like 
not go on it. And then like, I'll be coming down and I'll be like, what time is it? Cause there's no clocks in my house. And like, that's the worst part about coming down from like in the kitchen. Like there's the one on okay. there, but do you have clocks up like hanging around your house? No, but you should. I actually probably should. That's yeah. you. You make a good point, but like, <laughs> like See, nobody I, expects me to have a clock. Look at this fucking place behind me. <laughs> Look at this dumpster fire. But like, I'll like, but that's like the wild part is like time is like real slippery because it doesn't really exist. But like, especially when you're on mushrooms and you're like, you're like, has it been, uh, has it been a year or has it been five minutes or has it been an hour? Cause like, I know that my trips usually last about two and a half, three and a half hours, somewhere in there. And so like, I'll look at my phone and then just like, everything on it is like moving all weird like you know when you like hold down like the thing too long and it like shakes or whatever that's how just everything is on a screen and i'll be like oh my god and i'll be like all right it's still happening (laughs) and then just put it away and not even care about what time it is well so i don't like that at all it makes me uncomfortable but also uh do you know like instagram reels it's basically tiktok yeah so I was no, addicted. I've to never like used reels. a phone before. Well, I was addicted to reels. I don't really go on TikTok, but the reels was my bread and butter. Um, and I don't know how it decides like what videos to like recommend for you. But I think it thinks I'm really into K-pop because specifically the K-pop band Blackpink. I don't even know that this is a thing. Yeah, uh, there there's somebody in the band. Her name is Lilisa, specifically her. And there's she has that song. She that's cutie? like. Well, I mean, I guess I don't fucking know, but she has a Are you into like, Asian chicks? I mean, I don't know. I'm into people, I guess, but it's <laughs> she's but like I, I objectify get, everybody. <laughs> I get so many fucking like K pop videos on reels that like I'll get be like one, two, th- okay, I'm fucking done and just like put my phone down because I'm like, I don't know why I'm getting it used to be like all soccer highlights and I was like, sweet. Or like yeah, that, stuff. And now I'll it's get, all K pop. Yeah, when I I'll get into like the Instagram discover page, like I'll just get like lost in that discover page Dude. because it'll just be like and I don't click on anything on it. And it's I was talking to Chris Clem about it. Um, Like it gets it, um, like they'll just even I'll like read through it. And if it's like something interesting that I can like read on it, I'll read it on there. But Like I'll never open anything because I'm like I don't want the algorithm to figure me out. And like I just will look at it. And then just for it was like a month straight. It was just like random porn girls and like all this like other stuff. Like it was like trying to get me to click on something. It was the most wild thing. And it's like, we're not doing it. And then it shifts it up and then it'll be like, all right, it's we can see that you're into like inspirational quotes now. Let's see if we can get you to click on that. It's and it'll be like, oh, I just bought these glasses. Now all of a sudden it'll be like people and like, it's very weird how it like tries to like snag you into like doing stuff like that. Mine does like a lot of uh, like just strong dudes too, and I don't like look up bodybuilding stuff ever. Like pulling buses, like strongmans. I think it's because Strank always sends me the Liver King is his name. He's this like gross old dude that only eats like raw liver, and he's is like he super ripped? strong. But yeah, I always get like weird inspirational lifters, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck at all. Hey, what's up with you sending us videos of you on the toilet? Like, is that supposed to be private? And why are we in the group for that? I, I can't hang out with my boys. I mean, I, can't, I mean, like, I can't share a moment with my boys. <laughs> I can't I mean, share the first an intimate video... moment with my best guy friends without getting <laughs> shit for it. Is that what's happening? 
I, you know, I think I, I thought I knew you guys, but fuck you. <laughs> fuck Trent. Fuck Joe Graham. This is. Yeah, I'm the only one who's like ever said anything in that like random group. I'll like see Strank like a day after I send something and he'll be like, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Oh, he's busy like teaching kids when you send those. <laughs> Dude, the one, that one was so funny. It was like me taking a shit and every sentence was like a different angle. And it was like, I take shit. I take a big shit. I take number one shit. Best shit in all of land. I thought that was fucking gold. <clears throat> that's going viral. I'm posting it. <laughs> Yeah, post it, no. and then like thirty <laughs> days later, you'll be like, "Oh, well, this only got." I don't get. I don't get any of it. Like all of my good jokes. Like I posted three reels, and maybe I posted them too closely together. Whatever. Too, Fuck the algorithm. Too close together. But like the one that was arguably the weakest joke out of all of them was like thirty five hundred views now, and then like the other two, which are like way better jokes, are like at two hundred. It doesn't I make don't sense. Get the algorithm for that stuff because like. It's weird. And then randomly, like like Bill Squire's killing the posting game right now. I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah. Is, is that like his new focus? Is he like crushing the game with that? Is that like what he's just trying to do? Or Yeah, he's crushing the game. I, I mean, I'm sure like if you get once you reach a certain point there, it like really helps you book shows and stuff too. But, but I mean, we talked to him. I mean, he's not going to like book a lot of out of town shows unless he's refocusing on that. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. Um, we should have him back on. <laughs> Yeah, I was talking to him today. He like it because he was at the Winchester, which is like right by my house, and he was there last night. And I was like, I can't come up. I'm seeing a special lady. Oh, he's got a new lady. No, I'm or you? Yeah, oh. yeah. You skipped the Bill Squire too, show. I also see women. Man, <clears throat> that's exciting. This podcast is taking a turn. That we both Sexy. like ladies. It's huh? a sexy turn. We did kind of start. Sexy hey, turn. Here's a, here's a. We did start on this. What's a um? What is? Here's the thing. So I was on the Instagram and Beyonce Knowles. Um, ever heard of her? Um, no. she is like she has her own line of Adidas gear, and it was like she must have released something new, and there was like a whole bunch of pictures of her on my like Instagram, just my regular timeline, whatever, on all the sites that I follow, and obviously Beyonce is an attractive woman, correct? Like we're all on the same page with that. But part of me was thinking like, is she still hot? The way you phrase that sentence is like when an alien comes to earth for the first time, they don't really know how stuff is. And they're like, she's hot, right? 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 Well, no, but I want to, I want to set the scene of she's obviously she's hot. Like we're all on the same page that she's hot, but is she, is she objectively hot? Or is she, I'm in my 40s and the rest of you have been seeing me for the last 20 years and know me as a hot lady. Like, is she still, like if a 22 year old who doesn't really, like didn't really grow up with Beyonce, like being in their face every single day. Can I be honest? Do they find Beyonce that hot? Can I be objectively honest here? You don't think she's that hot? If she's not in a K-pop band, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I'm into Asians, not black chicks. I'm into none of it. <laughs> I'm into nobody. I'm into just me and me only. <laughs> I'm going to reproduce like a starfish. That'd be cool. Yeah, it'd be pretty weird, though. And I feel like the government would be like, we're going to capture him, learn some things. But that was like, and it's one of those things where it's like, I don't, if, is it just because that like, 
these people like obviously we're older so we're gonna find people closer to our age range attractive like i don't want to like be staring at like 18 19 year old girls because that's not like as attractive like you want somebody who's like in your range and of attractive like of your age because like you're a normal well-adjusted person so like would a random like if a 15 year old like crazy in love came out in what 2003 2004 so we were 13 14 like that's peak did it yeah I don't oh know. God. Um, we'll see. Crazy. I don't, I don't feel good anymore. Um, love. Hey, uh, two thousand and three. Crazy in love was in two thousand and three. So since I've been thirteen, she has been like on fire for twenty years, like basically twenty years. So is it that like? that's still like that seed was planted in my brain 20 years ago. And I'm still like, well, Beyonce's still like a really hot lady or would a 13 year old now see a picture of Beyonce and be like, that's a very hot lady. Um, I, I, I don't know. Uh, that's very, we need sim- to get some, do you talk to any 13 year olds? Too many to count. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I don't know. That's like subjective. Like I, like I, I still have a huge crush on Marissa Tomei. Um, but who doesn't? All right. Exactly. And spoilers. so spoilers, spoilers. I'm sorry, listeners. Uh, but <laughs> when you're a kid, you're not going to be attracted to someone that's like your parents age yet. I don't think, you know what I mean? Like you're not an adult yet. So like, but if someone that's like 20, I think would think Beyonce is attractive. But we were talking about Kate Beckinsale. Me and uh, me and Ashley were talking about Kate Beckinsale last night. Like she was yeah. on some commercial, and I was like, she's been hot as the sun for however long, like so long that like now I can. It's it was one of those things where it was like, oh, she's starting to age, which she's like an appropriate age to be aging. Like it she wasn't have started like started aging legitimately ten years ago. Yes, one hundred percent. But it was like when you're hot as lava for thirty years straight you're gonna see like when the cracks start happening like a little bit more just because you've been that hot for that long you're like oh there's there's finally the decline and kate beckinsale's 48 and you're like well she's still very like for a 48 year old lady that's very hot but then i'm 31 about to be 32 like so she's been hot forever compared like when i was born she was just starting to get hot you know what i mean like it's like so is it that she's been that hot in my life for that long and like dudes, like the fight, like George Clooney, like he's still hot, but he's a 70 year old man with like a 20 year old girl see George Clooney and be like, he's he's still hot as fuck. Yeah, I don't really, I've never thought about this shit before. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting like way more uh, introspective about it than I am. I'm just like, that's a good looking person. And then my brain's like, done. <laughs> that's true. And you're like, but what is the meaning of hotness? But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've what got is time. The essence of hot. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's so good, dude. I think it's, I it's a question my, uh... worth asking. I feel like we need to dissect it more. I gotta give you my. Uh, I got a new comedy playlist that I listen to to pump myself up before shows. You're gonna fucking love it. Is it on Spotify? Yeah, it's called Really Good Songs for Listening. I don't listen to music on Spotify. Well, I'll send you the songs and you can download them. First but, song. Uh, listen to Yoga Tation only on Spotify. 
first song, I'm like a bird, Nelly Furtado. Good song. Second song, Fantasy, Mariah Carey. Good song. Third song, Bubbly, Kobe Kelly. Great song. Fourth song, Love Song, Sarah Bareilles. You want me to write you a love song? She wrote that as a middle finger middle finger to the uh, record company. Record company, yeah, she's a badass. And like, but the best part, like it's almost like that Rod Stewart song that's at the end of um, Wedding Crashers. The uh, in the morning, don't say don't you say love me. me. Like it's like it's a mean song, <laughs> like it, but it sounds like a good fun like it's poppy like it's love in a, song. It's in a yeah, it's in a major key. It's up tempo. Yeah, and it sounds happy, but the lyrics are just depressing. So mean, and like that's what that like write me a, write you a love song or whatever. You're like, oh, the whole time, like this is about like, oh, I don't really love you, and then you're like, oh no, this is just a middle finger to the fucking record company, and it's a hot banger. It's literally like I'm not gonna write you a love song because you asked for it because you need one. You see. So but that good, music though. video fucking ruled too where it was like in the jukebox it. remember when music videos fucking ruled you've never seen yeah, that music MTV, video there was MTV. a there was an instagram post uh yeah maybe i am addicted to my phone there was an instagram post the other day about uh it was mtv in 2006 or like 2005 2006 and you're like oh fuck i re- like i didn't realize how much trl i watched yeah i miss uh like legitimately miss um fuck like when you were homesick from school and you could just turn on MTV and just be sick and gross and watch music videos for like all day. And it was the same like 20 music videos yeah. on a rotation and you would watch it like the, you didn't give a fuck. Cuz I remember they had like one time I stayed homesick from grade school or high school and they had the music video for like Sugar We're Going Down Swinging and it's just like great music grade video. school or high school those are like 10 years apart grade school and high school no they're not they're literally one year apart depending on the year they're not because you go grade school middle school then high school so they're at least two years apart i didn't have a middle school man my grade school went to eighth grade really yeah catholic baby um Uh, brag about it why don't you i will also uh since you're addicted to your phone you'll relate to this you know what i really fucking hate what's that that rod stewart thing that's going around where it's like if you like my body and you think i'm sexy and it's just like people swinging their hips and then jumping and then turning you know what i'm talking about i don't i don't watch reels or tiktok so i don't it's a reel but all it is it's just like hey you want to see some fucking white women that are offbeat and what is with women who can't like what is it with women that it's been uh, you dance on the twos and fours all right it's been around since the 40s you've had almost eight you've had 80 years to figure it out bitches get it figured out why why can't you dance on the twos and fours why are you always off beat but what i like really don't understand is like yeah if you're bad at dancing you don't know but then you record a video and watch it and you're like that's on beat and it's just blatantly not like the twos and the fours can you count to four can you count to four joe count to four for me one two three four but can women no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) so the lord gave you two hands one to hold babies the other one to count to four with all right he gave you a spare if you lost one on the other (laughs) hand not even five you didn't even like you can count to four but if you use the fucking thumb you're out (laughs) 
Just it, but no, you got a spare Jesus. just in case you lost one. You can still count to four. Like you, you had some, you had some leeway. Oh man, welcome to the most misogynistic episode of the Comedy and Mushroom Call ever. We're you should have heard up. us before we started. <laughs> you should have heard us, and oh man, we have some what we're gonna call good opinions. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, we're just like. We're, we're ahead of our times, but also 30 years behind the times. But, but let me ask you this. Is it an opinion if it's just a fact? <laughs> COVID-19, made in a lab or made in multiple labs? <laughs> I'm, I'm Alex Jones. <laughs> um, all right. We're about an hour in. Um, so... Uh, we can, can I, we can, can I ask one this? more question just to get your opinion on? Cause I just thought of it and I think it'd be a fun topic. Um, I don't think that they should be allowed to vote, but yeah, thank you for asking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> whoever, whoever they are. Yeah. Just, that's what I was going to ask. I was like, what do you mean? They, um, <laughs> just, just fill it in. Republicans is what he means. Uh, I mean, yeah, whatever, whatever side is controlling the government, the opposite of that is, is who I think like who's mm-hmm. ever in vogue. I've used in vogue too much today. Oh, uh, what I was going to ask is like, so like, you know, like, let's say Alex Jones, for example. Okay. Yeah. Shitty person, objectively, right? I mean, he fucked up the one time. He kind of got a lot of things right. I mean, he kind of fucked up that whole Sandy Hook thing where like children. Right, right, right. That was like the, that's the wrong one to get wrong. I mean, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, he didn't, he didn't go into the school and shoot anybody is kind of what I'm saying. He just said that they faked dying, you know? Like there are a yeah. lot, there are a lot worse things he could have done. Okay, well, I'm gonna say objectively shitty, and so okay, that's fine. Imagine being objectively like per- not great. How about that? Maybe he's not a shitty person. He's just not a great person. We gotta see a doctor. We have just wildly undiagnosed ADHD. <laughs> like, like as, just, a, as a unit. Yeah, just separate. Like we're okay and hold down pretty decent jobs. Like the two of us. If you look on paper, we're doing all right. But when we get in the room, we're just a couple of autistic dudes. We just need a a doctor to sit in on the episode of like just be like, hey, we're recording it. One, just sit in, and you do the math. You you see what's going on, and you just give us Adderall. Just, but like also just. We need you to have like shot collars. So as soon as we just deviate from what we were on, just hit us with the shock and be like, you were talking about this. And we're like, oh yeah, great. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We should do that. That'd be fun. <laughs> just hit, cause uh, just have Marie come to like the studio next time you're in town and just shock collar me. <laughs> that should be wild fun. <laughs> That'd be like a very funny way to ask her to be like a guest on the podcast. Be like, yeah, yeah we need you to come in and help the pod. You're not going to be on the podcast. Like, I've, yeah. like, like, at no point do we want you on the podcast. We want you sitting in the room to shock us. It's, it's kind of like a producer, but a little bit more violent. Can we? Do you think we could pay Jeremy to do it? I don't actually, I don't trust Jeremy to, with that job. He's yeah, good at a lot of things. I don't think I think he fuels that fire when we're in person. Is he just he knows that he can get us derailed? I think that power is gonna go right to his head, too. Yeah, that's true. Hey, what was the question you were gonna ask me? <laughs> oh fuck. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. It's, it it holds no weight anymore, but I, we were talking about stuff and I was just like, do you think like the this is the worst that, like, podcast ever. Why does anybody think, listen to this? 
Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Do you think the person that like took Alex Jones's virginity is like, I made a mistake? <laughs> oh, right. Why? Or like Kanye or like any famous person. Do you think somebody's like, like whoever took Trump's virginity, she's probably like, I right, fucked up. I mean, I feel like Trump's virginity was taken by a professional. I don't think like, cause I mean, like his dad was a shitty person. I bet you he like you always hear like those weird stories in like movies where like, oh, his dad bought him a hooker for like his thirteenth birthday. Like I bet you that happened. It's gross. But I don't know. That's very weird. That'd be right? a fun conversation to have with somebody. Like maybe in like like not now because like we're still like at like an age where like. I don't know. I forget. I think I lost my virginity when I was 16 or 17, somewhere in there. And I I know. Sorry. I was 19. Were you? Yeah. What a fucking loser. What a loser. Oh, man. I was all in guts by 19. Jeez. But rumor has it I was a natural. (laughs) (laughs) And by natural, I mean naturally bad at it. Could you imagine if after your first time you were done and somebody was like, you're a natural. (laughs) (laughs) You have the gift. (laughs) Are you sure this was your first time? He is the chosen one that has been foretold. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that would just be like a very fun, like, have like a conversation with like, like, if I, like, had an interview with, like, the person you lost your virginity to, like, if I was just like, all right, so, what, like, what was, yeah, right? Like, how? He'd, he'd be like, well, he made me a pot roast first. Is this a real thing? <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> Played her pot roast. Played a Bobby Darren record on the record player, because I was like, that's sexy. Uh, dude singing about a rainbow being somewhere. And, uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's very sweet, young Jay. This isn't it. Just stop. This is an in-person podcast idea. All right, we gotta, we gotta, right. we gotta, we gotta save right. this one for in-person. Um, I think April. I I feel like that's a text message that I could just send you. Yeah. Um, uh, I think April is gonna be the next time I come to town. Um, BT Dubs. And if you're a listener and you're going to Wisconsin, let me know. I'll go with you. Yeah, Wisconsin kind of rules right now. Um, it's been very good. It's cold. Um, I don't know if we mentioned that before, um, no. but you might want to wait a month um, before I everything unfreezes. I got a jacket. It's like jacket. a different cold, dude. It's very like it's still I'm getting used to it. I'm start like I went outside the other day and I was like, oh, it's negative three outside NBD. Like whatever. Oh, fuck. I'll punch the cold in its dick. That seems fair. Um, yeah. Joe Briggs. This has been just a, a, a whirlwind a of a podcast. Um, yeah. I don't even know what what we could name this one, but that's fine. That's for that's for later, Ray, to figure out. Um, what what the, shows do you have coming up? I'm on the Follow the Crowd comedy show tonight, and if you listen to this podcast, it's already happening. It's not going to be up tonight. Know about I don't know. I actually like really got to get on some bookings. I'm in Erie next weekend. That's cool. But... Ooh, where at? Voodoo Brewing. Is that with um Anthony Morelli and all yeah. them? Yeah. He's the best. I like that yeah. guy. I've only met him once, and I think he was in Cleveland. And I don't know if he remembers that. I was very new. So 
Yeah, he's super cool. I did um God, Aaron Forsyth. He's another guy yeah. who's out of like that area eerie area. Um, I did a show up in and I saw that they were doing it again. It was up like by the lake in um fuck, what town is that? Aurora. I don't know. It's something. It's like it was like at a bar, like that's like right on the lake. Um, it's a terrible setup for a comedy show, but like it fucking ruled. I was like me and uh, Jimmy Killius hung out there the one time and there was like a table of like, yeah, dude, he's the best. There's a, I should we should have brought it up when he was on. There was a table full of like uh, they weren't even hot. They were just like soccer moms that were out for like wine night or something like that. And he was just like chatting them up the whole time. And I was like, hey, man, I'm going to get out of here. And he's like, why? The moms are still here. And I was like, shut the Like, I'm not going to like, like, what, what is your plan? You're an hour and a half from Cleveland. Like, you're going to be like, hey, you want to come back to my place or have your husband shoot me? Like, what are you? What he literally just has like the soul of a child. And I love it because he's just like, I mean, that in the nicest way possible, because he just like thinks how a child would think. And he's like, I want to do this now. And I'm not going to think of any future consequences. Yeah, it's super in like the most wholesome way. So Even follow the crowd comedy tonight. Voodoo next week. And I don't really have anything booked the rest of the month. I'm trying to get on shows. I got to figure it out. I, uh, yeah, it's, I've been doing mics because I don't have anything on my calendar, but I have a couple coming up. Um, I'm not going to be spot- there, but the, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, go for it. Mike Polk Jr. Show is next Friday as well. Dude, I missed that show. Um, yeah. I should write an email and try to get in on that. Maybe that'd be a good time to come into town just randomly. Um, quarters. It's a place in Milwaukee. I'll be doing 15 minutes in between bands while they set up. It's going to be terrible, but I'm very excited for it because those are always fun shows. Uh, because there's literally nothing to lose. Um, and nobody pays attention. Have you ever done that before? Like open for a band or like while bands are setting up? Um, I was on a show once that went like it was like acoustic musicians and it was like comic musician, comic musician. And it was terrible because the band, yeah, those like always sad. suck. Yeah. But like this one is like, they want entertainment in between the band setting up. And I did, I did a show in, um, God damn it. Why can't I remember where it is? I had Hubie burger while I was there. It's where Kyle Hanhorst is from. Um, and? huh? And? I don't fucking know. No, it's, um, fuck finley something like that i don't know yeah it's somewhere over there um in that area i don't know if it is finley but um like i did a record store um and it was supposed to be like a trunk of comedy but like between the bands like it was supposed to be like a band and then like an hour of comedy and then another band and i was the only person to show up so i did like 20 minutes while this band was setting up and it fucking ripped like i did very well but like everybody was like not there for comedy yeah and i was like this is like and i'm just sitting there and i was like i drove two hours to be here and i would not have been mad if he canceled the comedy part of this like after i got here and i was the only person he should have canceled the comedy part because you guys don't want to have anything to do with comedy and then they like were all in like it was just like one of those like all right none of us want Mm -hmm. comedy to happen i don't even want comedy to happen and we should have canceled this but um that i got a show up in the middle of nowhere um in coleman wisconsin on the 29th um i'm featuring so shout out to your boy i think i'm doing something like that and then the rest are like next month so okay we did it hey we did it we can be done with this um we gave them what they wanted did we 
I wish you would have cut it right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll text you later. All right. See you.